next on the 5 o'clock report. Tomorrow you won. You've won the game of life. That is awesome news. Prayer allows the spirit to activate. This institution is broke. We are looking for transformational change. Do not just show up at the board. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Prayers answered. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. It is the answered prayer so many have been waiting for on Buffalo Bills safety, Damar Hamlin. Last night he was able to um, emerge and uh, follow commands uh, and even ask uh, who had won the game. Dr. Timothy Pritz of the Cincinnati College of Medicine. When he asked, did we win? The answer is Yes, you know, DeMar, you won. You've won the game of life. Hamlin does remain in critical condition in that Cincinnati ICU, but has shown significant improvement. He has yet to be able to verbally communicate due to a breathing tube. Former quarterback and football analyst Boomer Esiason tells Fox News. That is awesome news. That is great news. And I'm sure the Buffalo Bills players who were zoomed into their locker room by DeMar's father yesterday as he was bringing them up to speed on his uh, condition. This has got to be great news for all of us, especially his teammates there in Buffalo. A prayer vigil continues outside of that Cincinnati hospital. Prayer allows the spirit to activate and to move on situations, on people's hearts. Amen to that. The NFL has reportedly decided to never resume that Bills-Bengals game, though how the rest of the season will play out remains undecided. The Bills' Deion Dawkins says the team's still facing a big challenge trying to focus again on football. We are human, you know. We are we are not athletes. We are not superstars. We are not celebrities. We are not anything. You know, we are humans at this moment. We are vulnerable humans. The Bills host the Patriots on Sunday. The other big story today remains the same. I rise to nominate Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House. <laughs> It's gone longer than most boxing matches. Nine rounds and counting in the book. Still no Speaker of the House. Contender Kevin McCarthy losing in similar fashion. Three new votes so far today. North Carolina Republican Congressman-elect Dan Bishop backing McCarthy. To his great credit, Mr. McCarthy made a statement of huge significance to the country. He acknowledged publicly that this institution is broke. And he committed to make change to fix it. Pennsylvania Republican Scott Perry leading the opposition. We are looking for transformational change in the swamp and the uniparty in Washington, D.C. that doesn't work for the American people, that works for Washington, D.C. And we're not going to leave until we have that. No word on how many more rounds of voting might take place today. Now to America's ongoing border crisis. Over two years into his administration's open border policy, President Biden suddenly talking tough today. Do not, do not just show up at the border. Biden holding a news conference ahead of an expected first-ever border visit as president, calling for expanding and expediting legal pathways for migration while more quickly expelling illegal immigrants. We anticipate this action is going to substantially reduce the number of people attempting attempting to cross our southwest border without going through a legal process. Reacting Texas Republican Michael McCall. You have to question the timing of this, juxtaposing this trip uh, versus what's happening right now from where I stand uh, in the uh, in the Congress and the House. He hasn't done anything to secure the border. Republicans have recently been joined by many Democrats in criticizing Biden's lax border policies. Now to California, the northern part of the state in particular, being hard hit by a powerful bomb cyclone. Nearly 160,000 people without power already in the state. San Francisco Mayor London Breed. It's coming down hard and it's not letting up anytime soon. We can expect mudslides and a number of other issues. 
This resident among those playing it safe. Wires up above were exploding. The transformer and the wires were popping. One of my neighbors yelled down, hey, Scott, go move your truck. I'm like, not going out there. Wise move. Governor Gavin Newsom already has declared in a state of emergency to help with relief efforts. A heart-wrenching crime scene in Enoch, Utah. Enoch City Manager Rob Dotson. Upon entering the home, the officers found eight individuals, three adults, and five minors who had received gunshots and were deceased. All of the dead members of the same well-known family, police suspect it was a murder-suicide carried out by the 42-year-old father of the family. It's called XBB 1.5. It's the newest COVID variant. Three years into the coronavirus pandemic and COVID-19 is blamed for more than a million 92,000 lives here in the count by Johns Hopkins Medical. Now there's a new COVID variant. It is called XBB 1.5. It accounts for more than 40% of the cases in the U.S. The infectiousness of this new variant means that it will continue to spread and that's something that we all need to be aware of. CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus. Tom Fody, CBS News. The World Health Organization says it could be the most transmissible variant yet. Amazon is huge, but not as big as it used to be. Amazon had already announced major layoffs. Last year it said the number would be around 10,000. Now the company says it will be 18,000. It's the largest set of layoffs in the company's history, but it only represents a fraction of Amazon's 1.5 million employees worldwide. CBS's Steve Futterman. And it looks even worse for Bed Bath & Beyond, which now may be beyond repair. Owners of struggling Bed Bath & Beyond are warning the company may not be able to stay in business, even as they consider refinancing debt or filing for bankruptcy. The company says its dismal sales continued through the holiday shopping season. The retailer was started in 1971 and has some 55,000 workers in more than 950 stores. Jim Crisula reporting. As many as 100,000 people at the Vatican for the funeral of Pope Benedict. The BBC's Bethany Bell was there too. Pope Francis, who presided over the service, was brought out in a wheelchair. He prayed for the soul of his predecessor, Benedict. The service was attended by clergy from around the world, cardinals in red vestments, nuns and monks in dark robes. The choir sang, May angels lead you into paradise. Benedict's body interred in the Vatican crypt. Pope Benedict was 95 years old. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, we'll take a deeper dive into that house stalemate, a cancer diagnosis for a prominent Pennsylvania politician, and abortions on the rise in the Keystone State. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life regional weather forecast for tonight. Turning out mostly cloudy. it be a rain shower, and then a bit of snow arrives overnight in western New York and northwestern Pennsylvania. Low temperatures generally in the upper 20s to the mid-30s. Tomorrow that light snow tapers to a few flurries and sprinkles with high temperatures mid-30s to the low 40s. All right, thank you, Kevin. Now, checking the stories making news where you live across New York and PA, we begin with a closer look at the nearly unprecedented stalemate going on in the House of Representatives as they remain stuck in first gear. Our Bob Price spoke with Southern Tier political observer Dr. Stephen Coleman. This is like an Ali Frazier fight, Steve. It's round seven, and it could go all 12, maybe even more. They're going to vote again this afternoon. Uh, who do you think blinks first here, Steve? Is it going to be the Never Kevin Caucus, which numbers about 20, or 
Or do you think uh, that Kevin McCarthy may ultimately have to say, hey, I've got to step down here or the business of America will never get done? Uh, ultimately, I think he's going to have to uh, turn to the Democrats and uh, appeal to the Democrats just not to show up for the uh, vote, which means less people in the chamber. And therefore, he'll need less than 218 to win as Speaker of the House. I think that may very well happen. Yeah, that's a good point because the parliamentary rules say it's a, just a majority plus one. So if there's only 10 in the chamber, all he needs is six votes. <laughs> so, you know, LBJ mm -hmm. used to do that a lot. He'd send the Democrats off on assignment so he could get whatever legislation he want passed. He could do that with Republicans, too, couldn't he? Well, you know, however he manipulates the numbers, he'll need to get the magic number to win. So I think it's going to go in that direction where he's going to need Democratic help. The Republican folks that are making it impossible for McCarthy, they're ideologues. They want it their way or the highway. Uh, certainly this has clogged up everything. We haven't had this uh, situation for 100 years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is a 100-year event. Uh, so uh, it's going to be interesting to watch this. And, you know, when you come down to it, democracy is really not perfect. Uh, things happen. Stuff happens in democracy. And this is happening 100 years after the last time. Yeah, it's history in the making. We're all witnessing it. I've always wondered this as a fellow political junkie. It seems to me anyway that Democrats may have their differences, but they all vote together when it matters. All of them voting for Hakeem Jeffries every ballot. Why is it the Republican Party seems to be so good at eating its own? Well, in this case, Bob, it's splintered. A group of about 20 Republican ideologues, they see perfection, but in this case, it's the enemy of the good. Final analysis, Steve, the end game here. How much longer do you think this takes? Oh, boy, this is, I would say, Bob, uh, let's give it a couple of weeks. That is Political Observer Dr. Steve Coleman of the Southern Tier speaking with Family Life's Bob Price. Now to Albany. Government watchdog groups say limits to the amounts of outside money New York lawmakers can earn are falling short. More on that from Family Life's Jeremy Miller. Yeah, that's right. State lawmakers who were considered part-time workers gave themselves a $32,000 raise, boosting their salaries to $142,000. The new law places restrictions on how much they can earn outside of their government work with a cap at 25 percent of their government salaries starting in 2025. Now, there are exceptions for income from family businesses and from sources with financial relationships with the state. But watchdog groups say there are too many loopholes. Outside income has long been scrutinized as a generator of public corruption, but members from both parties have questioned the constitutionality of limiting outside pay. Jeremy Miller, Family Life News. Thanks, Jeremy. It varies from region to region, but New Yorkers polled by Siena College say they're still not optimistic about where the nation's headed. So it's reflective of the toll that inflation, that political instability, you know, stock market uh, gyrations, but more specifically, probably for most people, the cost of things like gasoline and food. Don Levy directs the Siena poll. He told Fox 40 that even with their economic anxieties, many Americans intend to make major purchases this year, like a house, car, or truck.
Rock or invest in home improvements. We still see pretty robust plans to buy these major items. Those big purchase plans are the highest they've seen since 2019. To Pennsylvania, a woman taken into custody Wednesday in connection to a fire at a Kingston apartment complex that killed her husband in northeastern PA. Wolf 56 News reports 59-year-old Lisa Staruk Smalls is accused of setting the fire that killed Wilbert Smalls and displaced nine others early Wednesday morning. Pennsylvania Senator Bob Casey has revealed that he was diagnosed with prostate cancer. The 62-year-old says his prognosis is good and he expects to make a full recovery after he undergoes surgery in the coming months. According to figures released by the Pennsylvania Department of Health, the number of abortions rose in PA in 2021. The story from Family Life's Bob Price. Yeah, Mark, new data from the state health department shows over 33,000 abortions happen every year in the Commonwealth. The Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation is especially concerned with the growing prevalence of do-it-yourself abortions. The FDA this week took action to make abortion pills more readily available. 56% of all the abortions that happen in this country happen through the use of pills, not surgery. Complications from abortions rose 5% last year in Pennsylvania. Bob Price, Family Life News. Thank you, Bob. Finally, at this hour, a rare plant at the Bucknell University Greenhouse is now blooming. A rare event that only happens once every 30 years. The agave American is also called the century plant. It apparently has been drawing quite a bit of attention, too, for its once-in-a-lifetime accomplishment. Student staff and the general public have been stopping by to see the plant's rare feat. Bucknell's even put a live stream on the Internet to watch the process. Your nightly market report is up next, brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. It's a case of good news is bad news on Wall Street today. Investors reacted negatively after a new ADP report beat economists' estimates and showed employers adding to 235,000 jobs in December. That created fears the Fed is going to bring more rate hikes to cool off the hot jobs market. At the closing bell, the Dow Jones Industrial Average lost 340 points to 32,930. The S&P 500 dropped 45 points to 3,808. And the Nasdaq dumped 154 points to 10,305. Ambassador Advisors, a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Details are available at ambassadoradvisors.com. This is the five o'clock report on family life you won't go wrong if you build on the rock hi i'm rob west with today's faith and finance minute the start of a year is an excellent time to reflect on what jesus said about weathering the storms of life in the sermon on the mount he said the foolish person is the one who disregards his teaching that's like building a house on sand when a storm comes the house will collapse but the wise person listens to what Jesus says and puts it into practice. When storms come, and they will, that person's house will stand. You know, much of what Jesus had to say was about money and possessions. This year, resolve to take his words to heart and put them into practice. Then when the storms of life rage and the winds blow, you'll stand firm. Manage your finances wisely with the easy-to-use FaithFi app. Download FaithFi, Faith and Finance, from your app store or learn more at faithfi.com. All right, coming up on the 5 o'clock report, the story of a man's very impressive track record. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. A chillier weather pattern will unfold in the coming days, and this will include a little bit of snow. The call for tonight is turning out mostly cloudy. 
to be a rain shower, and then a bit of snow arrives overnight in western New York and northwest Pennsylvania, coating the ground in spots. Low temperatures, generally in the upper 20s to the mid-30s. Tomorrow, that light snow tapers to a few flurries and sprinkles with high temperatures mid-30s to the low 40s. Saturday is mostly cloudy and chilly, with some snow flurries around and high temperatures primarily in the 30s. Very good, Kevin Williams. Thank you very much. Finally at 5. They just couldn't believe that somebody would do all that running for no particular reason. Why are you doing this? I just felt like running. Well, while Forrest Gump was fictional, Family Life's Brian Query has the story now of a real-life British man who ran a marathon every day for an entire year. For many, running a marathon is a way of proving athletic ability and determination. But for Englishman Gary McKee, it's literally just another day in the office. You see, McKee literally ran a marathon every day of 2022 to raise money for cancer treatment and support agencies. And after his daily run, he went to work at his full-time job at a nuclear site. Donations to his efforts topped 1 million pounds or just over $1.2 million. McKee finished his last day of running on New Year's Eve to cheering crowds and fireworks. And when asked why he ran, McKee said, because cancer affects everybody. In a year that seemed to run by quickly, McKee went through 20 pairs of running shoes and powered through 9,500 miles, equivalent to crossing the United States three times. Brian Query, Family Life News. Amazing stuff. Thank you, Brian. Well, we've got to run. That's the world we live in for Thursday, January 5th, 2023. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Mark Webster, Family Life News.